Welcome to the Peak Performance Greatness Show. I'm Christopher Dedan, founder and CEO of Devian Enterprises, Inc. We are committed to optimize people's performance with tools such as peak performance speaking, coaching, and consulting programs for a worldwide international community. We believe that the only difference between where you are and where you want to be is acquiring the knowledge you need and consistently utilizing that knowledge to become a peak performing individual in every area of your life. Stick around until the end of the show where we will reveal how you can become the next guest on the fastest growing inspirational educational podcast on the planet in 20 to 30 minutes. Let's go. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Peak Performance Greatness Show. I'm your host, Christopher Nedian, and today we have Cahill Cadden, who is the CEO, Digital Vision Media Group, which is a digital marketing agency. Cahill, how are you doing today? I'm good, Christopher. I'm good. Thanks for having me on. I am so grateful to have you on the show because we had a little moment right before recording and we we're kind of chatting about everything you do from your agency in regards to touching the Web3 design, the tech world, the PR stuff that you do. But before diving into all that, I give a small introduction of who you are. Do you mind unpacking that a bit more for our viewers? Sure. So I'm the founder and CEO of Digital Vision Media Group. So we we are an agency that focuses on four things. If you're looking for growth, that's what I personally do. I do fractional CMO consulting and growth advisory. And then our agency focuses on three things, PR, content marketing, and paid media. We don't do anything else. We don't, we don't do social. We don't do communities. We don't do anything else. We're okay at those things, but we decided to focus on what we're really, really good at. And so that's fractional CMO consulting. That's me. And then PR, content marketing, and paid media. So that's that's who I am with the agency. And then I just launched a startup called Press Jockey. So it's pressjockey.com. And that startup helps agencies and companies get more press in like 90% less time. We use algorithms, we use AI, we use all sorts of cool things. So Kyle, I, I love the fact that you mentioned something I really want to highlight for our viewers and listen over here and we're going to unpack all this together. But you have accessibility or you have, let's say, the know-how and maybe the talent to do many things within the PR world and the digital marketing world, but you decided to really niche down on your expertise. And that's something I really want to highlight for our listeners here is that you, the ideology of being able to do everything, you're not going to succeed in life. It's like saying I'm a mechanic that does all the cars. You're going to have a certain salary. The mechanic that specialized at Lexus for a specific model is going to make so much more, right? Just like a neurosurgeon makes more than a generalist. So I just wanted to correlate that uh, and kind of highlight it and get some uh, golden nuggets of what you just mentioned over there. So talk to us a bit more about the marketing side of business and how you support your uh, customers on that end. And then we could kind of leverage it to this new amazing uh, PR agency that you're starting up as well. Yeah, sure. So I think what you said, you know, niching down or niching down, right? There's there's that saying, the riches are in the niches, right? Mm-hmm. And um, I think that there's there's a bit of both worlds that are going on, right? So on one side, yes, our agency is niched down into three things, PR, content marketing, and paid media. We don't do anything else. But me personally, I've got experience, a broad range of experience on many things in the marketing world. And so that's where I come from a fractional CMO perspective. And I can say, look, 
while our agency doesn't do social media, I'm very familiar with it. And I've worked with a number of different social media agencies and, and managers and all sorts of things. So I can help guide the strategy there, but that's not something that our company focuses on. We haven't decided to focus on that. Um, so there, there's, there's, I think there's a bit of both, but to your point, like if you're a mechanic who is a mechanic for all cars and also can do plumbing and also can do electricity and also can do the contracting on your house, it's like, that's not going to work. Mm -hmm. um, but if you're a mechanic who focuses on exotic cars, sure, maybe you work on Lambos, Ferraris, and, you know, the, the high-end Lexuses or the high-end, you know, Koenigseggs or supercars, fine. There's a number of things you do in that niche or that niche. Um, and that's kind of how we've approached it, right? So that's what's going on with digital vision. And what that's led to is because we focus so much on the PR side of things, and because we are we are a PR agency in part, it has led me to have the realization that, hey, wait a second, there's there's things that we need to become more efficient, to optimize our business more. And so we went out, I went out and built that with our team, um, you know, hired great, great people. And we built software to help us do our job better. And so now that software is open to every, everyone. And that's called press jockey, right? So that's, that's what we're doing. Once again, awesome job on highlighting that. And it, it, it's really interesting because the way that you were kind of approaching it and, and knowing the knowledge of kind of how to stand out in society nowadays, I truly do believe we've left the information age and now we're in the attention age, right? There's a lot happening from social media to PR to getting your name out there and beyond. And my question to you with the background that you have, what is the best way as an entrepreneur to stand out nowadays? Is it obviously the social media? Is it the PR firms? Like how would you go about it? Or what are certain steps that you would kind of explain to our viewers and listeners if they do want to stand out in the marketplace, obviously correlating the fact that they have a good service and product because that is the base of it. But if they have that, oh, yeah, of course. how do they stand out? Yeah. So I, I personally don't believe that there's one best way. Mm -hmm. There are many good options that you can take, but it is going to depend on a number of factors. So it's going to depend on your company or service, the product that you offer. Like that makes a difference, right? Like if you're selling e-commerce products in the fashion world, it's going to be different than if you're selling fractional CMO services. And sure, you could hypothetically say that Instagram will get you fractional CMO clients as well. And maybe it would, but is that where most of your target audience is going to be staying? Probably not. And so, you know, it really depends on what you're offering first. But I also think more importantly, it depends on what you are good at. Like, I personally don't enjoy social as much as some other people do mm. i enjoy community development mm -hmm. and so you'll find me in communities on facebook and you know and forums and discord like chatting and answering questions and spending a bunch of time building relationships and contacts there versus on instagram or tiktok or twitter you know like and so for me that channel is really good for my personality and my style and the way I like to communicate. So I leverage that community development as, as one of my main channels or sales, because I'm great at chatting with people on the phone and building relationships. And so that's my channel for marketing 
our business. It's not to say that you can't do TikTok or Twitter or YouTube or whatever it is. Of course you can, but you got to be good at it to to really make it go go the distance that you want it to go. Does that make sense? 100% Kyla. And you've hit on such an amazing point that I do want to highlight once again for our viewers and listeners. The number one thing that I truly believe as an entrepreneur and a person, if you want to succeed, is having high levels of self-awareness. If you have high levels of self-awareness, you will become a high high achieving individual. Now, why am I saying that? Because you specifically said that your talent is not necessarily on or not your favorite is the social media. You like more developing an in-depth relationship instead of going with. So for you, the best way is, like you said, to go into Discord channels, to go uh, the Facebook communities, the LinkedIn communities, because that's how you go about it. So the basis that I kind of asked you this question, you're like, hey, there isn't one way. It's whatever best way fits your desires, needs, talents, and uh, ideology. So I love the fact that you explained that in such an eloquent way. And in regards to the approach that you're taking, because to be quite honest, in my humble opinion, I do believe it's not necessarily the the most popular one nowadays. Now, nowadays, everybody's kind of more on socials and approaching it there. What are some of the values that you've seen going more in depth instead of in with with relationships when you wanted to build your business? Do you see like massive value if you're spending time in these discords, connecting with people? Is it more valuable for you than putting out X amount of posts per week, hoping some great person sees it, gets into DMs and so on? Yeah, good question. So I think it is so... You can get value from any platform. Like there are people who have built multiple million dollar businesses just leveraging Twitter. Just like there are people who have built multiple million dollar businesses on TikTok. Like it, it really depends on you and how in depth you're going with your channel. Here's what I here's what I don't recommend, and this is what I also say to clients, right? When I'm doing growth advisory or fractional CMO consulting, there are a ton of different traction channels that you can try. What I do not recommend doing is trying to do them all, but doing them all just a little bit, just because you're supposed to do it. Uh And you're supposed to be on Twitter and you're supposed to be on Facebook and you're supposed to be on Instagram. So like, yeah, okay, you put out a post once every couple of days. I think that that's garbage. And I I don't think that that's a way to really push forward. I think if you're going to choose to do a couple of traction channels or a couple of different platforms, you should go all in in it and like really make it work. Now, when you're experimenting, fine. But going back to your question, I find that the relationships that I build on Facebook, Discord, whatever it might be, yeah, it's very valuable, but I'm also thinking about it Mm long-term, right? Like I'm not thinking, oh, how can I just get someone to buy my services right now? And that's it. I'm thinking, okay, I need to build a relationship. This person could introduce me to an awesome podcast like Christopher's podcast. Christopher could maybe connect me with, someone that he's talked to. And now all of a sudden, two months from now, that conversation or that couple of conversations that I've had on Discord leads me to, you know, tens of thousands of dollars in, in, in agency fees, you know, but that took two, three months to build. And so that's how I look at it. And that's how I kind of uh, approach the situation. Once again, I I love the way you explain that because the reality is, when you're selling a service or a product, especially let's call it a higher ticket service over here, an average, you're going to go anywhere between 15 to 20 touches with your potential customer before doing anything in sales, which is what you're ex- explaining over here, the relationship. You're building the relationship. You're talking with them. You're helping them. You're supporting them. You're answering questions. And then one day you're like, oh, what does he do? He checks out, oh, he has an amazing PR firm. 
And then he's like, hey, let's set up a meeting. I have potentially PR needs. And that's like you said, two months down the line, but it could be a very lucrative uh, business opportunity. Now, in regards to the PR side of things, when you work with clients to get them, let's say on TV shows, on magazines, on Forbes, which I know that you're a contributor as well. How do you go about approaching that? Now, why I'm saying that? Because I think like everybody, we get approached by PR firms and be like, hey, I'm going to get you on this show, that show, or more like on this magazine, that thing, and the other. How do we know there's value, not only with that, but it's actually legitimate? How do we know that it's not because we're paying, but through our merits? Is that something you look at and you filter the clients? How does that whole world work in itself? Because it is great credibility to be like, hey, I'm on Forbes or I'm on X, Y, and Z. Yeah, it's a tough question, I feel like, but I'm excited to see your answer. Yeah, so there's there's a couple things in there. So one, how do I approach that with clients is what I understood. And then two, how do you differentiate when someone is a real or it's kind of scammy? And then three, how do you get press based on merit? So one, we approach it with clients in terms of Whenever we're doing media outreach for clients, you've got to have a story, mm-hmm. all right? I know all listeners, we we care, and same with me, we care about our own businesses. We care about our own updates. We care about our own upgrades, our, the cool new feature we've added. We care about our stuff, but no one else cares. It's not like, sorry, no one else cares, especially not the media. The media is like, I don't care about your product. I don't care about your service. I care about my clicks and I care about my revenue. And I care about as a journalist, is this article going to do well so that I get paid and I can get, I can get promoted to editor in chief. I care about me. And so in order to, to really get a lot of press, which talks about part three, how do you do it based on merit? You've got to have a really good story and really good insights and good thought leadership. And when you merge those all together, and you can pitch the media like, hey, here's a unique take on X, Y, and Z. Here's a unique perspective. Here's an interesting perspective. Here's something that's going to get you, the media, the podcaster, the YouTuber, Here's it's going to get you more clicks. It's going to get you more revenue. Your audience is going to love it. Now, all of a sudden, they're like, okay, we want to talk. We want to talk to you. Let's see, let's see what you have to say. And that's how we do it based on merit. To answer your second question, so that's answer question one and three. To answer your second question, how do you tell if it's fake or scam? Yeah, I mean, that's a little more difficult. Um, I think the first thing is, if anyone can guarantee you a certain amount of placements or a certain number of, a certain a certain like placement on a very specific publication, it's almost certainly paid for or they're lying to you. So mm-hmm. it's like one of the two things. Because typically when you're pitching a story to the media, the media may or may not take it, right? Like I'm pitching a story to podcasters, YouTubers, publications, TV shows, you know, news channels. They might say, ah, no, we're not interested. Or they might say, oh, this is amazing. Let's get on. Let's get you on. And so it really will vary. And so this is why you pay PR agencies the big bucks is so that they can iterate on your story. They can guide you along the process and they can keep on changing and adjusting until they find something that actually hits. But if you find it, if you find someone who's like, oh, we guarantee you're going to be on Forbes and TechCrunch and New York Times, like I would just stay away from that. Yeah, Hale, I mean, 
you just explained that in a very eloquent way. Thank you for that, honestly, because it clarified it for me. And I'm sure a lot of the listeners and viewers got clarity on that. And the way you approached it made perfect sense to understand as human beings, we always think about ourselves and it's not good, bad or whatever. It's just human behavior. So everybody has their own agenda and not in a malicious way, but they all have their own agenda. Like you said, you know, an editor in chief wants to, or an editor wants to become an editor in chief. And then it's like, all right, if I'm working with you, how is that going to happen? So for us, let's say as the consumer, we have to position ourselves to see it within their lenses, their perspective. So then we could better serve the need for both parties. So I love the way that you explained that really, you hit it out of the ballpark. Uh, my next question over here, it's it's fairly obvious for me, and I think to our listeners and viewers as well, that you're a highly successful individual. I mean, we didn't even talk about the exits of two companies that you've worked on as well that are grossed over eight figures on those exits. Like, you know what you're talking about in regards to everything we're mentioning over here in the business world, the PR world, the, the, market, the social media world, and all that. Now, I truly believe that we learn a lot from our own failures. Like as entrepreneurs, as individuals, we learn from our own failures. But we don't only learn from our own failures. We couldn't learn and we should learn from other people's failures. So my question to you is, what is something right now within your business that you're struggling with or you're failing at? And how are you going to approach it to fix that problem or optimize that into something positive? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, I think one of the things that we are constantly looking to do is delegate more frequently and faster, mm. right? So this is something that I think a lot of entrepreneurs in general struggle with is, is like delegating to other people. Now, you've got to have good training. You've got to have good systems. You've got to find good talent. You've got to hire the right cultural fit. I think there's a lot of things that go into delegation. And I think there's from my perspective, I think there's really been this kind of fallacy that, hey, you can just hire someone on Upwork or Fiverr and just give them the work and they'll do it for 10 bucks an hour. And it's like, five bucks. No. Like, that's not, that's not how it works. It's really not how it works. I found fantastic people on Upwork and Fiverr, 100%, just like, just like anyone else. But there's a lot of garbage. And so you got to filter through this. You got to have processes for training. You've got to take time to like get someone onboarded into your company. And so that takes time, right? And so for for me, that's one of the things where I would like to continue to get better at is like, all right, we're hiring faster, we're delegating more frequently, and let's grow this business even more than we we already are. That makes perfect sense. Honestly, delegation is probably one of the biggest things that entrepreneurs have difficulty with because most entrepreneurs start out as solopreneurs, right? They're doing it themselves. So they figure out that they're wearing many hats and as the organization grows. And if they have the ambition to grow it, they're starting to hire. And then it's okay, we're hiring, but how do we delegate the work efficiently and eloquently that everybody feels a part of the team? And we're not like over our colleagues and our employees and just essentially wasting the ideology of delegating. You should be letting them do their work and you do something else to further the business and further the mission and vision of the business. So the fact that you're right. kind of aware of that and you're approaching it that way, I think you're just spot on. Uh, so my and brother, just, my, just, just, yeah, go just quickly on, on that note, um, you know, I, I feel like there's also, there's also two different extremes and on one extreme, it's, Hey, we're going to micromanage and we're going to hover over and we're going to look at everything that someone's doing, which is not delegating. And the other extreme is, Oh, we're a totally flat company and just here, go ahead, do the design, do the development. Like you're on your own. And then people are, are sitting on the other side saying, 
okay, like how do how do I do this? What's company policy? Like, what should I be doing? And those are the extremes. And you got to find this balance in the middle yes. where you give enough training, you give enough insight, you're there when they need you, you you take your coaching approach or your biweekly meetings or your daily standups, whatever it is, and you figure out a way to have this balance where you're not looking over good people's shoulders because you hired them because they're good people. But you're also not saying, hey, yeah, sure. Let's just build a house. Go ahead. See ya. I'll be back in a month. And you're like, people are like, what? What is going on here? And you, you got to have this balance between the two. I love the fact that you mentioned that because that's so spot on. Essentially, just like anything in life, to be quite honest, in my opinion, it's always about finding that equilibrium. And if you're too much on one side or the other, it's the balance is going to be off. And that's just in anything, right? From society, ideologies, the business approaches. And I love the fact that you kind of are aware of that. And that's how you explained it. And I 100% agree. So Kel, I mean... It was such a pleasure having you on the show and our viewers, I'm sure are going to be very excited with everything that you mentioned. And my question to you is where can they re reach out to you and your team if they're interested to get more uh, in the PR world, if they want to get their business to that next level and they're thinking about hiring an agency and firm such as yourselves? Yeah, great question. So you can connect with me uh, on digitalvision.io. So you can, you can email hello at digitalvision.io. And you know, someone on our team will will get get in contact with you. Or if you want to try doing some press on your own, you know we built a software tool to actually help you do that. It's called Press Jockey. So you can go to www.pressjockey.com and you can sign up. There's like 14 day free trial. You can start to see the thousands of press requests that are coming in every single week. It we filter it for you based on keywords. There's templates that help you respond to those press requests and you'll soon see AI integrated in there so that the AI will generate requests or sorry, responses for you. So it just really takes a lot of the weight off your, your shoulders to responding to the press. So check out pressjockey.com or connect with me at digitalvision.io. Kyle, I mean, I truly appreciate that. Everything you mentioned will be in the show notes below, guys. So go ahead and check that out. It was such a pleasure having you. And I wish you nothing but success on. within your business. Yeah, thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. Christopher Dedian here. Thank you so much for listening to the Peak Performance Greatness Show. If you're a successful entrepreneur or entrepreneur who would like to be on this program, please visit our website at peakperformancegreatness.com. If you got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot of your phone, text it to a friend, or post it on the socials. If you know somebody that could be a great guest, please tag them on social media to let them know about this program. And don't forget to include the hashtag Peak Performance Greatness. I love seeing your posts and guest suggestions. We regularly put out new episodes and content. To make sure that you don't miss any episodes, go ahead and click that subscribe button. Your thumbs up, rating, and review go a long way to help us promote this show, and it would mean a lot to me as well as my team. You want to know more? Go ahead and visit our website at peakperformancegreatness.com or follow me on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, or my YouTube channel at Christopher Didier. Thank you for listening. We will see you next time. Have a blessed and grateful day. Thank you.